We're reading today a little bit more um, explanations than reading, um, but we're going to read today from the Ma'amar uh, HaGeula. It's an essay of redemption to the Ramchal Rabbi Moshe Chaim Lutzato, um, a great righteous man, a great known Kabbalistic righteous person. Um, who lived only 38 or 39 years here on earth um, physically with us, but left tons of knowledge, so many books, piles of, of, of wisdom and knowledge that, um, that was not exposed before. And he was talking um, in such simple language um, it's not simple, it's like very high and, and deep in knowledge, amount of knowledge in, in every word, but there is a great simplicity. Like if you're focusing and you're reading it, there is a great flow to his uh, Hebrew teachings, and it's amazing. He is the author of the book Mesilat Yesharim, um, Rails for the Straight Ones, for the Honest Ones, for the Truthful Ones, and Path for Them. Roads, and he opened ways for people to observe on on how to serve the Maker, on how to connect to the Maker from where you're at. He lived in uh, Italy and traveled, um, went through some exiles, and he was chastened by rabbis. He was like um, rejected and um, and slammed by rabbis that thought that they knew better and um but he was a fighter he fought for the truth in many many ways when he came to the holy land of israel with his wife they both went sick very fast and in like few days to their arrival to the holy land of israel they both passed away and died in the Holy Land of Israel, like young and and uh, young and beautiful, and uh, their merit shall protect us all. So one of his essays, one of his amazing books, is talking about the redemption, and here he brings many verses and opening them and explaining them in great depth, based on Kabbalah and on his spiritual knowledge that is definitely as well. Um, based on ancient knowledge and, and wisdom. And um, here he is talking a little bit about the fact that the redemption of the people of Israel should take place in the month of Nisan. We just finished the month of Nisan. So what, now we need to wait another whole year for the redemption to come? No, there are aspects of Nisan and there are aspects of, of Nisim that is wonders in any moment of our lives. And Nisan even though that it's also a month, it is also a concept. It's, it is also an idea. The first redemption took place in the month of Nisan. Pesach, Passover, time of redemption, coming out of Egypt, took place in Nisan, in 14th of Nisan. So we're celebrating the Passover, the redemption holiday, in the middle of the month of Nisan. But in any moment of our life that we're experiencing redemption, that we are being rescued by a righteous entity 
from the Egyptians that are on our tail, it's an aspect of Nisan, it's an aspect of redemption, it's an aspect of Passover, it's an aspect of Exodus tearing the Red Sea to 12 lanes and on. So Nisan is a symbol for wonders can take place. It's a sign for us to believe that miracles can happen. So the redemption of the people of Israel should take place in Nisan, means in time of wonders. The redemption is beyond time. The redemption is not something that will go inside nature. Oh, suddenly things will get just better. We won't hurt so much. We won't feel so bad. No. Redemption will be a shift of all the worlds that we know of as today reality. All those systems, all those engines, all those particles of creation will shift to another higher dimension. Things might look kind of the same, but they will function in perfection. Things will rise and bloom and shine and, and, and will bright out their essence of goodness. They will reflect their role in the maker's good intention of making them part of his creation. They will shine his good intention out to the world and will reveal his perfect intention of putting them into their roles in creation. They will function. They will work. For an example, we have stories on the fruits of the Holy Land of Israel, and we are talking about the generations of the temple when the blessing was out there the sages are describing like a regular so to speak picnic sitting outside in the field and eating from the fruits of the holy land when you hear that you think you might think that like they were high like the joy and the happiness and the pleasure of biting the fruits of the Holy Land of Israel. The sweetness that cannot be described, like a person ate from a certain fruit that was growing in the land of Israel, he was happy the whole day. Like you could not erase the smile from his face. Like he was like so happy. Like he was like charged for, for years ahead. Like the, the eating of the Holy Land of Israel was was nurturing him in such fundamental ways. Today, it's almost gone. It's true. When we came, um, when we moved from Eretz Israel to the U.S. for almost five years, in the beginning, we were not able to eat the vegetables in, in the U.S., in New York. Like, it was... It felt like we're eating like bags of, of water, like there was no flavor, there was no taste. With time, we forgot about it. We did not remember, and we got used to the fruits and, and vegetables of, of the U.S. But when we came back, it hit us again. We like we bite the tomatoes, the cucumbers, in, like in Eretz Israel, they have flavor. Like And, and you're going to say to someone that is outside, he doesn't know exactly what you're talking about. He, 
He also experiencing flavor while he's biting his cucumber. It's not the same. There is something different that comes out from the land hill that is that is greater, that is deeper, that is that is healthier, that is nurturing your your engines, your spirit, your soul. So the time of redemption will take place in an aspect of wonders, of miracles, because it's the time to influence kindness. As I explained before, the Ramchal is saying, influence kindness means that inside creation, suddenly you can see kindness. For an example, there can be a person who every day um, will close the window in your office you work with him together and he's closing the window and you're gonna like not gonna like that person so much because you're gonna think that he's blocking the fresh air from entering the office like you wouldn't want to be in a closed room and he made it to be his business always to close the window so you might find yourself upset with him like why is he doing that like and you're gonna go can you open the window? No. Can you open the window? No, 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 no. You're like, what's going on with that person? Like, what? Why? One day you can sit with him to a conversation and you're going to find out that he was actually acting out of his kindness. He was very scared that people are going to go sick. He was afraid of people going to catch a cold, whatever suddenly you're going to understand that his actions were actually full of grace, full of kindness. And you, because you were self-centered, because you were focusing on your own needs or thoughts, you were not able to comprehend his kindness, to understand how good and nice and actually friendly, supportive he is to you, even that you're not such good friends. That is the meaning of the influence of kindness in the time of redemption. Our minds and our eyes shall be opened. Suddenly you're going to understand how deep is the maker's love, like how far things are going, how into the roots of your soul he's reaching out while communicating with you, while sending messages along the way while putting signs for you on the main intersections of your life certain things that you judged as roadblocks as obstacles as difficulties as challenges suddenly they were the marking points they were the shifts angles that took you up and built you and redesigned you in such perfection that now when your eyes are open and your mind is grasping Finally, you're going to realize that they were only favors, only great expressions of pure godliness that was set to straight you up and to rebuild you and collect you from your scattered mindset and your lost understanding of reality. And he, for you, those were closing doors, but they were only aiming you to the path of your life. You wanted to go left, he told you no. You wanted to go right, he told you no. It, there were no no's, there were no rejections. For you, those were rejections because your troubled mindset desired left things, right things. 
but the maker knew that your treasures are up the hill, are on the highest mountains, and you were lazy, and you didn't want it to climb no mountain, and you didn't want it to wake up early in the mornings and to tie your shoes and go out working, but there were treasures out there waiting for you. And the person, he is unaware of the treasured goodness. There is a great story that was told by Rabbi Nachman of Breslev on a king that went out to the forest. And when he was in the forest, he lost his way. And there was a poor person over there that assist him. And the king took that poor person and told him, come, I'm going to pay you back. I'm going to do a favor for you as well. And he wrote him a letter to this poor person that helped him find his way back from the forest. He gave him a letter, permission to enter to the treasures of the king and to take whatever he wants for an hour. He had a whole one hour in the king's treasures to collect. But that poor homeless guy came with holes in his pockets, with no bag, with no sack, with nothing uh, for, to collect with. He didn't realize the gift and the blessing. And he just shown up one morning in the palace with a letter. And the guard is reading the letter and says, okay, welcome, come in, and took him in. And the second guard, the, the gatekeeper of the treasures, looked at the letter and said, okay, well, welcome. And that homeless person is getting into the treasure and like being blinded, like for 10 whole minutes, he's like blinking his eyes, can't see from the shine, diamonds, rubies, gold, silver, lamps, and chandeliers, plates, cups, glass, like everything you want and cannot even imagine, boxes and treasures and more and coins and like valuable things, jewelries, necklaces, rings, everything, blue diamonds, red diamonds, green diamonds, everything you can dream on and cannot even imagine. And that poor guy is so excited. He's putting rings on all his fingers and 10 necklaces on his neck and putting things on his pocket. But suddenly he feels like, oh, I have a hole in that pocket. So he's filling the other pockets and things are still falling. So he took his shirt like that and he's piling things, um, covering his stomach and, and closing with his jacket and things are falling from his sleeves. And like after seven minutes of collecting and gathering cups on his head he's going out like that like a poor person that found himself in the king's treasure and found himself outside and the guard is looking at him like man are you crazy and like looking at him with this weird odd look and the person tells him like what do you want from me it's all mine I have the letter. He's taking out the letter again and things are falling to the ground. And the guard is like, oh man, like you're so poor. The guard pushed him. Pushed him like that. And the poor person fell on the floor and all the jewelries and all the necklaces were torn and everything is on the ground. And he stood up back, upset. What are you doing? The guard told him, I'm sorry, I apologize, it was my mistake, please 
go again, take whatever belongs to you. I'm sorry, it was my mistake. Be careful, the king is my friend. If you're going to do that once again, I'm going straight to his office. You don't know what he's going to execute. I'm sorry, it was my wrong, my mistake. Please enter here. I'm going to escort you. I don't need your help. Went inside, collected things all the time. He's suspicious looking back that that crazy guard won't push him again. And he's taking things, more diamonds, more rings, more necklaces, taking everything in his shirt, tying his shirt tight now that it won't fall because that crazy man is outside, out there waiting for him. He went out after another 10, five minutes. He is like with his things. Thank you. Everything is good. He's going while he's walking just past the guard. The guard pushed him again. He fell on the ground and all the diamonds and all the coins, everything is on the floor. What? Are you crazy? That's it. I'm going to the king now. Your head will be hanged on the fence. You're going to die here today. You don't know the king and I, I, I helped the king. You, I did favor. The king owes me. I said, look, it was my wrong. I really apologize. I would never do that again. I'm so sorry. And that's how that situation happened over and over five times. He pushed him and all the things fell down to the ground. And then in the fifth time when he came out, the guard looked at the watch and told him, okay, one hour is out. I'm locking the gates. Now go bring a bag and collect everything that is on the ground because I just did a great favor for you. That poor guy couldn't understand how much he can take out of the treasure. He was enough with his troubled, poor mindset with a bunch of diamonds. It was enough for him. But he had an opportunity to pack millions and to take out millions, but he didn't have the mindset. So the guard pushed him down to the ground and everything that fell on the floor is still his, belongs to him. And then he went again and brought it out the guard did another favor to him in his way, rejected him, pushed him down, everything fell. Now there are piles of five collections that he would not take if the guard wouldn't push him. This is exactly, exactly what that happens with us on daily basis. We are not realizing how much there is to collect. We are not recognizing the opportunities. What does it mean that you can stand in front of the maker and talk? The maker, he made the world. He is making the world. He's making the sun set and the sun rise. He blows the winds. He moves the waves and the water from the rivers to the ocean, from the ocean to the rivers. He is watering the world. The steam is rising. Clouds are being created, traveling the whole world, watering with great rains and dew and healing the world and creating food and delivering it to your house. Do you know how many people are working for you that on Saturday morning you'll be able to eat a cucumber? Do you know how many truck drivers are waking up at 3 a.m. and crossing the world from one side to the other? How many... 
how many farmers are breaking their hands, how many people are designing packages, how many people are investing in, 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 in social media to advertise the products that you're consuming in the end. And the end game is that you take that cucumber and saying, Baruch Hashem, Elokeinu Melech HaOlam, Bore Peria Adama, bite. That's the end. Hundreds of people, and she's calling in the middle of the night. What are you driving again? What are you crazy? You didn't slap enough. You were not sleeping. You're crazy. It's our home that you're risking. And who allowed you to take the keys? And why didn't you left the car keys? And what did you do with this? And like, the world is being crashed to ashes just for that poor cucumber reach your plate and you're going to hand it to your mouth and say, The maker of the world is running the world in circles, crazy spinnings, atmosphere, clouds, stars, the sun, the, the gravity, like everything. The world system works for you to have a dining table, a chair, pants to wear, a wallet to put in your tiny bag, car keys to an old car, to a new car, driving roads that were set just for you. The world is running and spinning for you to say, for you to say thank you, for you to have a moment for yourself, for you to be able to lean on your home sofa, for you to have a friend to call and tell him, hey, what's going on? How are you? I want to hear you today. Yeah, I have tons to talk about, but let's hear you today. For those moments, the world is spinning in crazy circles, and the maker is supervising on each fly and each ant. Billions of ants are working as crazy. Bees are flying, making honey. Butterflies making the world colorful. Flowers are blooming just for you to have videos showing that on 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 tv like crazy stuff goes on waves of water moving things around oxygen is being created just for you to be able to breathe and all of that the maker is doing just to hand his love towards you just to shine his unconditional love to you and we're not grasping the amount of bounty that we can perceive, that we can take for ourselves, for our loved ones. You have the opportunity to stand and to pray. The maker of the universe, open my mouth and help me to praise you. Please, Hashem, help me to pray. Help me to pray for all my siblings. Allow me to express the light of my soul. Let me be honest with you, Hashem. Please, Hashem, bring the redemption. What's going on? How much sorrow, Hashem? How can you stand this pain? How can you stand all that sorrow, Hashem? You are our merciful, kind Father, source of kindness, source of goodness. How can you stand all the pain? How can you suffer all the tears and all the bloodshed and all the men and women and children that are being hurt so badly? 
All day long, people are crying around the world. People are so hurt. How can you stand the shouts? How can you stand the cry, Hashem? Have mercy on yourself, Hashem. Bring redemption to your own ears. That your ears will hear the party. That you will hear the good news. We're waiting for your salvation, Hashem. You're merciful. You live in pain. You live in misery, Hashem. You are suffering, not us. We're distracted. We have crackers, chips, snacks. We can drink sodas, sweet drinks. We have wine. We have dope, Hashem. We have whatever we want, Hashem. You don't have anything. You don't have no way in the world to comfort yourself from the pain, from your sorrow. Your heart is exposed as if not having no skin, no armor to protect you from seeing our suffering, from seeing our distance from you, Hashem. Save yourself, Hashem. Build the temple. Take away all death, all sorrow, all pain. This is a prayer of an individual that has a drop of realization of what goes on in this messed up world. This is the world of lie, Alma de Shika. The world is blocking the true light of our maker. And this is what it's all about, to remove the curtains, to remove the shades, to remove the walls of separation who are blocking us from reaching Father in heaven and from forcing him to stay away and hidden in his mystery place. Please, Hashem, come out to the light. Please, Hashem, remove all darkness. Please, Hashem, come back to your people. Please, Hashem, rebuild your house. Rebuild your temple. Make yourself an apartment in the lower worlds. Please, Hashem, come back to us. Renew our days as they were in the ancient days. Chadesh Yamenu Kekedem. You want to know what it means, Chadesh Yamenu Kekedem? Renew our days as Kedem, as ancient days. Kedem is capital letters of Kasuto, Dror, Moshe. Renew our days exactly as Rav Dror just said. Please, Hashem. Exactly as Rav Dror just said, as Kasuto Dror Moshe just said, renew the worlds in that way. Bring goodness to control the worlds. Bring the light to overpower all forces of darkness. Take away all the shadows, all the darkness, all the negativity, all the sadness, like all the prophets always promise to us that goodness will take over the darkness and bad and the tyranny will not stand. That's what we pray. This is what we're asking for. And that is what that is about to come. A prayer of thousands of years, of thousands of holy souls, millions of holy souls standing together, each in their individual path in their own private houses, in their fields, in their backyards, looking up to the same sky and calling the maker from their hearts. Please, Father in heaven, assist us, help us, bring the redemption that depends on wonders, on miracles. Make it happen in the aspect of Nisan, in wonders, 
in miracles, that we're all going to experience the shift, that we will enjoy the godliness, that we will enjoy the bright goodness, that we will be able to perceive and receive that godly light, that it will heal us and won't break us, that it will build us and not ruin us, us and all our loved ones. Amen. May it be his will. Simple prayer. Everyone can do so. Everyone has a heart and everyone has a mouth. Connect your mouth to your heart. Express your wishing thoughts. Express your desires, your holy passion. Say to Hashem what you want that will happen and it shall come. Add and join your prayers to mine and I will to theirs and together our prayers are massively powerful and can reject all forces of darkness and break any walls of separation. We are opening the gates for redemption with our simple requests and prayers. You don't need to be a Jew for that. You don't need to be Israeli for that. You don't need to have any kind of religion. You need to have simple faith in the maker of the universe to realize there is a maker that can make things, a creator that creates things. I need to talk to the maker now. That is the opportunity of entering to the treasure of the king, the king's treasure. That's the opportunity. Every minute that you stand in prayer is a minute that you're collecting pearls and diamonds from the king's treasure. And if you're stupid, you're coming with no bags. The vessels to receive the bounty are the words of prayer. When you pray, you put bounty into your pockets, into the vessels, into the words of prayer. The letters are the vessels to contain the bounty. Aotiyot, amilim, emkelim, lekabel et shefa. The bounty comes down into the words. There is great simple light that comes down from heaven. If you pray for marital peace, the bounty will catch the vessels of your request. If you ask for financial salvation, the light will catch the vessels in the shape of the prayers that you put for financial salvation. If you ask for worldwide redemption, the light will catch the shape of the letters that you just set down in prayers. Bevakasha Hashem Tavi Etageula. Please, Hashem, bring the salvation. Please, Hashem, help me to be able to pay my rent. Please, Hashem, assist me to have good friends around me, positive mindsets around me, happy, healthy in their minds, friends, not those toxic ones that I was connected to until one. Heal me and help them. Thank you, Hashem, for your kindness, for saving me from the lion's dens, Save me and bring me to Zion while dancing and happy, being glad and surrounding with many beautiful, amazing, holy soulmates to me and to my loved ones. Amen. Got it? Go practice. See you tomorrow. Same time, same channel. Emuna Project, emuna.com. 
Ira Michelson and Rod Bryant podcast tomorrow. It's going to be interesting. I promise you that. And by the way, we have a great fundraiser asking for your help. There are three women in great, horrible need. We need your support. Look for the link on our posts on all social media. Please assist us. Help us to help them. Info at emuna.com is the way to contact us on how to join our Emuna Circle to be a great member and partner with us in all our holy work. You're more than welcome and hope to see you tomorrow. Same time, same channel. See you soon. Hey, thank you. Thanks, everybody. Bye.